Welcome to another intriguing episode of All Things Mysterious, the podcast where all the realms of true crime, supernatural, and the unexplained converge. I'm your host, Jordan. I'm Matt. We're ready to plunge into today's fascinating mysteries. Let's dive right in. Here at All Things Mysterious, we've done several true crime episodes. Have we? Yes. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Okay. Just check. You've done a couple. I've done a few. Personally, you all know, I tend to gravitate towards missing persons. No, just follow me here. I usually feel that they're the most intriguing because that's just... I feel like there's so many questions to ask on a missing persons case, right? Yeah, that and plus it pisses me off the most. So. It does, but this is not a missing persons case. Okay, I'm, I might be happy then. It is not. Hold on, before you begin, does it involve children in any way? There's a possibility, but we don't know for sure. Should have like took an anxiety pill before I came in today. We're not focusing on that though. Anyway, what I find most intriguing about missing persons is. All the questions, right? All Things Mysterious is based on mystery, right? All the questions that we can ask. But... And Jordan breaking technology. And me breaking technology. Because I can quite literally break anything. In fact, the speaker at our work broke the other day and I was like, that was probably me. I sit close enough to it that I was like, most likely I've just been close enough to the speaker for so long that it finally just gave out. I'm pretty sure it finally was just like, I've been close enough to this person for so long I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I believe that. As, as we've talked about on multiple occasions. Jordan. Jordan. What? what Jordan. <laughs> Your name is Jordan. Jordan. I can't even say what I was going to say either. I don't even know. It's going to be an interesting day. Yeah, it, it's been a long day, so this is going to be an interesting episode for me. But anyways, Jordan, her curse is well known. We talked the about whole office, through yeah. this. We were talking about ghost hunting, and I was like, listen, you're going to have to prepare extra for not only the ghosts, but for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm still worried about that. But everybody that's listening to this, as long as you listen to the last episode, you now know that we are going to be ghost hunting soon. Yeah, we are. Woo. And I'm nervous. Not for the ghost, just for Jordan breaking the cameras or any of the equipment. Yeah, both because of my electronic curse and because I will 100,000% run, scream, trip, fall, break it that way. All the ways. No. But we won't tell you guys when we're going to go or when we're going to release episodes. But what I can say is it'll be soon. And it's happening. And I'm totally terrified out of my wits. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. I'm going to die. Yeah, there's, all, there's a 10% chance. Maybe that is maybe. way higher of a chance than it needs to be. Honestly, the most dangerous part is the fact that we're going to be in a car for four hours. That's true. I might kill you there. <laughs> I might. I don't know. Oops, that was a spoiler. 
we could be going all sorts of different directions. Oh, there you go. We're about we're on four hours from somewhere from either Joplin or Neosho. Mm, close enough, but all right. right. There was our grand announcement. Again. Again. Back to my lovely case that Matthew distracted me on. I did not. Never. Sometimes I actually don't cover missing persons cases. You all probably remember the Ellen Green. Matthew. (laughs) I think we all remember the dream. The dream one was terrible. And that was not a true crime case at all. But that was the worst case I've ever done. That was the worst episode I've ever done. And I'm still sorry for it. It was terrible. Interesting part is that one is probably one of our most popular ones. Why did it do so well? Why do you guys like that episode? Please, it was so bad. If you're listening to this, please go onto the uh, no, Facebook page. Don't. It was so bad. And tell us why you love that episode so much. It's probably because it was so bad. They probably just laugh at it the whole way through. It's got the it's got the best views of like everything or best listens out of everything. It's because it was so bad. It's so bad that it's good. Anyways, focus. I'm the one focusing. You're not. Anywho, sometimes I don't do missing persons cases. So, for instance, Ellen Greenberg, the case that we did for her, she was obviously not a missing persons case. If we remember her case, they classified her, what I believe to be a murder, as a suicide. Now, it's very possible that it was a suicide, but that was obviously not a missing persons case. Or... In the Amityville case that you covered, it's entirely possible a demonic entity possessed that man and made him do it. So we do cover all sorts of different cases here. It's not always a missing persons case. And today, for once in my life, for the first time in all things mysterious history, I'm covering a serial killer. Technically, I've already covered two of them. Shish. It actually is only one because the second one wasn't actually a street. Yeah, exactly. That's fair. But and technically, I said I. Yeah, I think at this part we're a single unit in this episode. That's fair. Episodes. But I wanted to cover this specific serial killer because he does not follow any of the normal serial killer rules, right? Most serial killers follow a pattern. They have specific victims in mind, whether it be male, female, race, age, some sort of pattern, an MO, one of those things. But this serial killer named Israel Keys had none of that. And if he was not caught... In his one slip-up, there is God knows how many people he would have ended up murdering. How many did he murder? We don't actually know because we, we still don't know. We still can't figure out all of his victims. We still don't. So we're going to start backwards in his history. Usually we start in the beginning. But because he was so good at what he did, which is terrifying, by the way, because he is terrifying in the way that he did everything, right? Terrifying. We're going to start with 
his last victim, which is the one that actually got him caught. Because he was just so freaking cold and calculated and terrifyingly smart about how he did things. Just terrifying. Most of the time, people will leave some sort of evidence somewhere, okay? Nothing linked this man to anything. Obviously, he made a mistake at some point, though. On purpose. He was taunting people because he was bored. To be fair, I've been pretty bored this time. That's fair, but Jesus. I don't think I've been become a serial killer and then eventually taunt the police and leave a piece of evidence just to taunt them type thing. Or It is insanity. Before I get into it, I would like to thank my friend Jessie for this episode because it was actually a message from her the other night. And I was talking to her and she was like, we should do an episode from Alaska. And I was like, you know what? I have an idea. This she's is she the mean one? No, she's not mean. Who's the mean one? Unless she said she was going to murder me. Oh, that's Sarah. Oh, okay. That's Sarah. And she has nothing to do with this episode. I still remember Sarah. It's <laughs> funny. To begin, on February 1st, 2012, Israel Keys kidnapped an 18-year-old girl named Samantha Koenig from the coffee shop where she worked in Anchorage, Alaska. He raped her strangled her to death, then put her body in a storage shed after stealing her phone and her debit card. And then he planned a two-week cruise in the Gulf of Mexico, as you do after the brutal rape and murder of somebody. Because I guess you gotta let off some steam after letting off some steam? I don't know. I don't... Sometimes sometimes when you're working hard, you just need a vacation. I guess so. But let me tell you, this guy is just... Oh, psychopath. I don't even know. He's so messed up. This is not the easiest to listen to because after he came back, after, so I don't know how exactly this worked because I could not imagine her body would be in good condition. It is Alaska. That's fair. It's probably really cold. After he came back, he sewed her eyes open with fishing line and took a picture with a recent issue of the newspaper and used it to get a ransom of $30,000 from her family. And it worked. And then he dismembered her body and dumped it in a nearby lake. His ultimate downfall was stealing her debit card and running. Now, he wasn't stupid on this. He eventually got caught. I believe he used it in Arizona and eventually got caught in Texas. He thought he hit his face enough. He knew they were watching him. He knew. He was doing it on purpose. He liked the chase. Mm -hmm. He thought it was fun. Here's where it gets interesting. Once he was caught, he told the FBI all sorts of things. And the FBI was like, hold up. Excuse me? Because he confessed to killing at least 11 people and raping more starting around 1997. And the FBI was in there, what? So did they confirm that he did it or? That's the thing. The way that he chose his victims and how he chose everybody and the way that he killed them 
made it almost impossible, if not actually impossible, to pin it back to him. So they couldn't. But obviously they found the bodies, right? No. They sure did not. So for all we know is he only killed one person. Because that's all I bought. Only one person right now is all he is officially tied to. However, he confessed to, I believe, 11. But he didn't know their names. And the way that he described the murders and everything else, which I'll get into here in a minute, is absolute insanity. And the FBI ended up doing an actual research study into this man because of how cold and calculated and the way he planned these out is just insanity on a next level. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the skeptic in this one. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. That's what you do. Here's my thing. Did they find the body of the the girl that you Yes. Okay. Essentially they have one body. Yes. That he confessed to. And they can tie it to him. But then he confessed to 11 more? Yes. But they can't find bodies. They can't find anything like that. Nope. And there's this thing that, if, especially if you've been around true crime a lot, serial killers will confess to crimes they didn't do. It's like almost a notoriety thing for him because pretty much every famous murder, there's a serial killer who's confessed to doing it. But here's the thing. We know that he killed one person. For sure. He's confessed to 11, but for all that, all we know, these people could be in his head. See, here's where I don't think he's lying. Because the way that he strangled and raped her, the way that the FBI spoke about it, it takes, how do I put this? You'd have to get good at that the way that he did it. Yeah. And apparently it was a practiced way of doing. So it appears as though he had done it before. Now, granted, I'm not a professional. I don't look into that kind of thing. I don't know that for sure. I am going on what the FBI believes. I'm going to trust them on that and think and just believe that they probably know what they're doing. And now there's more I'm going to let you in on here shortly so that you will know more by what I'm saying. It'll make more sense here in a minute as to why. But I believe he really, truly did it. I'm not convinced. Yet. We'll see. I, mean, I just... Anytime a serial killer confesses to a crime and there's no bodies, especially no body, it's just not believable. Serial killers, obviously he's, a, he's psychotic. Oh, 100,000% psychotic. But, and you may cover this later, I'm sure they did a psych evaluation on him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how how sound he is, but the fact that they haven't found, because I assume he, you said that he killed at least 11 and raped more than that, right? Yep. So there's rape victims that have been raped that never came forward. Yes, and this FBI is still waiting on them to come forward. They have put out a lot of, notices and they're waiting on them to come forward the problem is and this is where you're probably going to be upset most of those victims at the time were most likely between the ages of 14 and 18 i knew this episode was going to piss me off i know 
Correct. We know for sure that the very first victim that he confessed to raping was between the ages of 14 and 18, and that was his very first victim period, and that was around 1997, possibly 1998. Yeah, that's the other thing that I don't get, because serial killers, they keep some kind of trophies. See, that's the thing. He didn't, and he didn't on purpose, because he did not want any evidence, period, tying back to him. Yeah, but see, and that's... I spent a lot of time looking at serial killers, and that's one thing, is that it's not really a thing that they can turn on and off. It's almost like a compulsion. It, it gives them the ability to relive the moments that they murdered. It basically, it's a object that helps them get through till, until the next murder. And that's the crazy part, because when they spoke to Israel and when they did all these investigations, he did not consider himself a serial killer. He obsessively un- obsessively watched serial killers like Ted Bundy and he did not consider himself a serial killer at all because he didn't he did not keep anything from his victims and he just killed for the fun of it which is terrifying that's the absolute worst kind of terror just for fun yeah, it just is something's not making sense here can't put my finger on it. But go ahead. We'll see if any of your other evidence ties it together for me. That's fair. One thing about him, he basically was in construction for a living. So that allowed him to travel. And he, here's the thing about Israel. He did not have a set victim in mind. He did have a criteria that he had set for him. No children, no dog. And the house had to have an attached garage. That was what he had. And he was in, I believe, the army. When he was in the army, he admitted to rape. But he said that in the army, when he was with the army, he absolutely did not commit any murders because he was afraid that at that point, when he was with the army, there were too many things tying him to places and he would get caught. He's obnoxiously smart. It's freaky. But there's more. This is the part that is terrifying to me. This little bit that I'm about to fill you in on, this is the part. After he was out of the army, he would go through the country at random and plant kill kits, okay, by memory. Home Depot buckets with guns, ammunition, rope, tape, and Drano. And he would just plant them randomly throughout the country, and when he felt like killing, he would go back, find them, and wait for a victim. Just any victim. It did not matter age. It did not matter race. It just, they had to fall into his criteria of no children, no dog, and a house with an attached garage. Now, it could be a couple. He killed couples before. That was fine. They just did not have, he did not want them to have a child or a dog just needed a house with an attached garage. You know what this reminds me of? I have no idea. Have you seen the new uh, new season of Criminal Minds? No, but I would not be surprised if they did an episode about something like this. It, it's not an episode. It's more like the season arc. Interesting. There's a serial killer who, he actually turns out to be like, he organizes other serial killers. Oh, that's interesting. And that's one thing he does is he has kill kits all over the country. 
I would bet you money it is based on of Israel keys. But in this case, they were the kill kits were mostly made for the specific serial killer that he was controlling at the time. But yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. But what's crazy is aside from that, he would not write these locations down. He just memorized them. And while he was out on what I'm going to call a cross-country murder spree, he would take the battery out of his phone. He would pay cash for everything. And if he was out of cash, if he thought this guy was bad enough, he would just rob banks. He'd just go and rob a bank. They're going to have some evidence of that then. Oh, yeah. They do. Or, they do. At least four or five banks. Okay, so we can confirm that he is he murdered one person and he's robbed banks. Yep. I'm still calling the... So far, I'm still calling BS on the 11 others. because That's fine. Go for it. Like I said, it's just, I'm not saying it's impossible. It just, there's got to be something. That's kind of, that's always been, that's basically the serial killer calling card. Yep. But he refused to call himself a serial killer because he was not like other serial killers at all. Yeah, that's actually not surprising because actually most serial killers don't call themselves serial killers. It's fair. <laughs> but he really does not fit the pattern. He truly doesn't. A way, obviously, he fits the bill of a serial killer, but he doesn't have a pattern to his victims at all. The only real pattern to his victims is the fact that most of the time he admitted to raping the women before killing them and then strangling them to death, but not always strangling them, just usually. Yeah. And that's not really unheard of. There's been a few serial killers that don't have a specific victim. Exactly. But it can be young, they can be old, they could be fat, they could be skinny, they could be white. Black, Asian, it, it could be any race, any anything. It does not matter to him at all. It's just a victim of straight up opportunity. When you said that, the first thing I saw, thought of is a TikTok video with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, God. Why? But I can be purple or whatever. <laughs> that's exactly what I saw in my head. <laughs> of course, that's what your brain would what go it, to. What is it? I can be purple. I can be blue. I can be anything. Yeah, something like that. Oh, God, you would. But he actually admitted to planning on dying by suicide by cop shootout during a bank robbery. Apparently he didn't do a good job of that. No, he sure did not. He did not. And that's... To me, that doesn't seem... And that's the other thing is if he didn't want to get caught or if he didn't want to... Because most serial killers, they'll take death over being in prison. Oh, you just wait. No, there's more. Yep. Okay. I'll wait until judge this until the end. Obviously, we don't know who most of his victims are. I told you already, his first victim was between 14 and 18 years old, and somehow she convinced him to let her go after the rape. I don't know how exactly, but we do know a confirmed kill of a couple named Bill and Lorraine Courier in Vermont. Their bodies were never found, but somehow the FBI is convinced and 100% sure that they are a confirmed kill of his from a kill kit. He has admitted to killing four people in Washington state. Don't know who they are. Don't know any identifications, but we will never know because after his arrest... He wrote a four-page letter and was found dead in his cell from suicide. 
hilft. So we'll never know. I mean, obviously he didn't know anyway, supposedly, but... I really don't think that he did, honestly. he It's not like he stalked his victims and knew them. he They were completely chosen. But he had to stalk them at least a little bit to know that they didn't have kids or dogs or... Right, but it's not like he waited for okay. weeks and months. Yeah, but there's a little bit of stalking and planning. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Perplexing one. It just, it doesn't sit with me. And it's, I got to go back to the whole trophy thing. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, and I don't, obviously, I don't know about every silver color ever, but pretty much all the ones that I do know about, every one of them had a trophy. The fact that he didn't, or it just, it doesn't sit with me as far as calling him a serial killer. Obviously, we can call him a murderer because definitely killed one person for sure. And the fact that no other rape victims came, which I did, probably not that surprising thing. What, 80% remain unreported or something? At least. I don't even know the number, but a lot. That's not super surprising, but you would think at least if there was multiple, you think at least one would. Statistically speaking, at least one should. Yeah, you know, if you rape multiple. Yeah. And then the fact that there's been, never been any bodies found. Even. Well, and that's the thing. If you remember back to what I said he had in the kill kits, he said the Drano was used specifically to help speed up decomp within the bodies. And if you think about it, Drano is sure going to do something to a body. It dissolves just about anything that's yeah, but horrible. I, but. I don't, I don't know. It just, it. I don't know how much Drano he put in those things. I don't know how much is going to fit in a Home Depot bucket with guns and rope and tape and everything else, but. Because here's here's the other thing that doesn't sit with me very well. He was, supposedly he was meticulous and first off, I'm going to say, I don't believe that the story that he chose to get caught or he, he did all that too because he was bored, but. Yeah, I guess he slipped up and a camera at an ATM machine caught him using the pin. And that's the other thing. If you're a serial killer or murderer or whatever, you're not going to use the victim's card. I know. Whether you think you've got you've got your face covered enough, pretty much every place outside is in camera range now, so something's going to catch your... Yeah, and the fact that he actually murdered within his hometown was not something he ever usually did. If you think about it, all of his other victims were in the lower United States, not in Alaska. The fact that he actually murdered somebody in Alaska where he actually lived, that was way outside the norm for him, and he said that it was just an impulse that he couldn't control. And I think that whole last murder of his just got him and he couldn't control it anymore. But see, that, that's another thing is if it, it was an impulse, that goes back to the fact that he should have been keeping trophies. You would think. And maybe he did and he just didn't say anything. Maybe he's got, I don't know, a trophy somewhere sitting along with a kill kit that's just sitting somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. You know, this is 100% gut feeling, but I don't think he was actual the actual killer. I think he was either working with the actual killer and he just became the scapegoat to, it's just, it's too off for me. 
No, I don't think so, man. The FBI is 1,000 million percent certain. And, and the honestly, FBI has never been wrong before. <laughs> no, they've been definitely wrong before, but they've done so many studies on this and they've done extensive research specifically into this man because they are so certain and because he did not fit any specific standard that they have set previously. Yeah, and the, not saying, obviously, with especially profiling, things are going to, there's going to be outliers. Oh, yeah, there's always outliers. But there's also humans in general have a pattern, especially psychologically. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm autistic and ADHD. Like, I look specifically for patterns. That's my entire personality is watching for patterns, and I usually see it. But that's the craziness about this one, because you could not find a pattern. And that's specifically why he did everything that he did. He would go all the way down to the lower United States rent a car, drive another several hundred miles, go find somebody, kill them, drive several hundred miles, dump the body, and then go somewhere else. It was so impossible to track him because he was insanely smart about it and just terrifying. And frankly, that is so much work to put into it. I couldn't do it, to be honest. Like, that's so much work to put into it. That's so much. Oh, I, I could not ever be a serial killer. I'm sorry, but obviously just I wouldn't do it anyway because that's just a terrible thing to do. But that's just so much effort. Where do you find the time? Yeah, I just, I don't, it just doesn't sit with me well. Something feels off. And I can't really. Everything feels off with you all the time on that, any case that I do. No, this is actually worse. This is worse? Yeah. Why is it worse? I don't know. I can't. That's why. Because usually, most of the time, I'm just messing with you. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that, buddy. But this time, it's I can't put my finger on it. It just... there Something is not right. Something's off. And the only thing that makes sense to me is that he wasn't the actual killer. But then, why would he admit to being the killer? But then at the same time, why would he just kill himself? And at the same time, his family said that when he was little, he would definitely, this is horrible to listen to, so I'm sorry. This one hurts more than the actual killing of people. And if you're like me, he would torture animals as a kid. Yeah. That tracks. That's common. With it is. And it tracks. But it also does not, doesn't necessarily mean that they can graduate to killing humans. For some uh, yeah. A lot of the time it does, though. Yeah, I'm not saying that. It just, I don't know. And like I said, this is a 100% gut feeling and 100% theory. I think he was just a patsy. I think he was working with the actual sir, maybe being, being taught by him. But then maybe greed or just stupidity caught up with them. And because just think about this, the killing part, that seems like a, a sophisticated killer, someone who's done it before. But then... The taking the debit card and getting caught that way. I know. It does seem super out of character. And that's really weird because he didn't do that with any of the other victims. Yeah. I mean, it's just really bizarre to me. To me, it, honestly, it says that there's two killers or at least two people involved. I feel like he just felt like he was going to get caught and was just doing something and running. I don't even know. It's really bizarre to me, but I don't know what to say about the very end of it. Yeah, it really just seems like there's two two separate people there because they're two separate ones, sophisticated and very smart, and then one is, you know, not. 
I agree with you. He had all of these things super planned out. I don't know if he just, it's because, I think it's because he didn't plan the last one out. I think the last one was because it was impulsive. And he even said when he was going up to the coffee shop, he said if she doesn't have her own car, he wasn't going to kill her because he didn't want to transport her in her car or something like that the other way around. She had her own car, so he ended up doing it. And then everything just went badly from there. And he just, he said he couldn't help himself. And I think maybe it had been too long since his last victim and he couldn't hold back anymore. What's weird is like he had his own family at home. He had a girlfriend, he had a child, and he had this completely separate life. And I'll call it a Jekyll and Hyde personality where he hid that entire side of himself from them, which is common. So. Here's my theory. So two people were involved in the murder. They kill a girl. Then they leave. The actual main killer moves on, goes to this dude, apparently goes on a cruise for some reason. And then then comes back and does the ransom thing. Because that's something. After a cruise, I guess he spent all of his money. So he needed a ransom for him. Yeah, but that still doesn't make sense though, because that's. You do a ransom, it's going to put more eyes on you, which... See, and that's what I thought, too. sloppy. It it is. It's really sloppy. It's going to lead more attention right back to you. So, to me, it just screams multiple people. And this guy that got caught is just... He's not the ringleader. He may say all the right things, and maybe he wanted to be... I still think that he is, personally, just based on what I've watched in like interviews and stuff and the complete cold absolutely disgusting stare in his eyes I'm not saying that he's not a not a killer no there still could be but I still just based on my gut instinct I believe he did it all of it I see I just I don't I can't get over that and it just it's gonna bug me now because no I'm pretty sure he just and just he's not doing the stuff that we know that he did the stuff that we can confirm he went on the cruise he did the whole ransom thing and he stole her card that's the three things that we 100 yeah even with the debit card it took him all the way to texas though to get caught but it's still sloppy and so and then there's nothing that's saying that there was only one killer when she was killed I feel like there would be something for the FBI to believe there's only one. I don't know what that something is because they haven't provided that evidence. I I don't know what it is because they haven't come out with it, but I feel like there is. We've already pissed a lot of people off, so let's just piss off the FBI too. You know what? That's fine. We've already got the entire freaking country of Russia on our back. Let's just add the FBI. We got Oklahoma and Florida and oh, who else? Who else is all pissed at us now? I can't remember. It's basically everybody at this point. Yeah. But so let's just add the FBI to it. Uh, sure. Why not? They want to close this case because they don't want to, one, they don't want to make a big thing about possible two. Another serial killer is actually on the loose. They want to basically tie this up in a little bow and say, hey, here's the guy who did it. Yeah, but at the same time, there's they, we still don't have any of the victims. So is that wrapping up nicely in a little bow or is it not? No, but they, in their case, yeah, because it's only one victim. Allegedly, he killed 11 more, but 
without evidence, that's always going to be just his word. It is, but they're still looking into the, I'm sorry, it's, it's 11 total victims, I think. But still, they're looking into all of those victims to try and figure out who they are. Because I'm sure that they're missing persons. It's just trying to figure out which of the missing persons. When evidence comes out of that, I see, I just, I, I think it's a duo. And he was not, he was just the follower. He wasn't the brains. I just don't think so. I just, I think he worked alone in it. Like, I don't think he's a person that can work well enough with others to do that. Yeah, you'd be surprised on, and he's going to act differently when he's in custody and doing interviews and stuff. Because remember, he wants to, everybody think that he did this. Of course, yeah. He's going to be the person who's crap. If I'm working with someone, so I don't want them to be caught. So I'm going to admit to everything. He's going to play the part. And I'm not saying, and by saying that he's not the brains, I'm not necessarily saying that he's not smart. That's not what I'm saying. No, I know you're not. But I don't think, because there's just, there's two different styles in this. And it's, obviously we know that he's the one that's more sloppy. I don't know. I think he's conniving enough to do it. See, you can't change basic human behavior, though. You, the, There's certain things that you can, like, change and alter victimology and all that stuff. But your basic human movements and how you do certain things, you can't change that. That's mo- a lot of that stuff is just? subconscious. Thank you. Uh, Anytime. Anytime you're having difficulty yeah. pronouncing a word, don't you worry, buddy. I got you so hey, I can make fun of you. This has been 40 minutes and I've only messed up one word, so I'm doing pretty That's good. That's really good for you. <laughs> and but, me. Yeah. But so there's just, there's certain things that you can't change. Uh, you can try to mask it. You can try to do certain things, but you can't eliminate it. And the sloppiness, I don't think he could purposely make himself do this to haunt the police. Like, that, it just... Considering he said he wanted to go out by gunfire and then he ended up committing suicide, I really think that he could. I really do. It's just a gut feeling. I don't know, but I really think that he could. And that that's the other thing is that that's we learned that after the fact. Whether he was actually thinking about that or not, we got to take his word. That's what he was thinking. Every time that... He wasn't necessarily caught during the bank robberies, but he was caught on video if they could eventually confirm that it was him. He did have two guns, and he always had excessive ammunition, so it was confirmed, more or less, that his stories were true. So anytime that he went into a bank robbery, he was prepared for an excessive, like, shootout. Yeah, but It never happened, but he was prepared for it, though. But there's one thing about talking about it and then actually doing it, though. That is entirely fair. I just... Every single day I wake up and I'm like, God, I don't want to go to work today. I'm going to call in. But then I go to work. So. <laughs> yeah, you know that all too well. Uh, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't sit with me. And maybe I need to listen to the interviews and do stuff like that. But just as of right now, it just, it, there seems to be two killers there. I really think it was just him. I think that he finally just had that crazy break and he just lost it. And he just. Instead of planning, I think that he just went in impulsively. And instead of going with his normal kind of kill kit style, I think he just broke his normal practice. And because he broke that and went off the rails, yeah, but that's what got him. See, and that's the other part, though, because whenever serial killers get to that point where they, I forgot what the actual official term is, basically where they spiral. 
Yeah, I don't remember it either, uh, but I, we all know what you're talking yeah. about. The spiral. Yeah, they go into, basically, they kill anybody they see. Like, they, they like still... Psychotic break. Yeah. Thing. So why doesn't he have 20, 30 bodies after this that... Because he's going to try to kill in the same manner that he did before. I mean, you think? But it's just going to be more and more sloppy to the point where, you know, to the point where he just ends up getting caught because it's so sloppy. Or he ends up dying. So why why is there no evidence of that? Would love to tell you. I have no idea. So I don't know. I need to actually listen to the interviews and do all that stuff with this guy. I think you'd find it really fascinating. You should. I find it fascinating already just because I think there's an actual serial killer still out there. Honestly, if you're right, that would be really fascinating. Because here... I hope you're wrong. Just for the fact that I hope he's dead because that would be much better for the world. Yeah. But because that's only counting if we believe his victims are all in the United States because he did serve overseas and there's a possibility of there being more victims elsewhere in the world. But Yeah, that's the other thing is I'd like to see cuz you, you got to take a psychological evaluation and get into the army. So was he Yeah, was he crazy beforehand or was he after? I think he just fooled everybody somehow. This guy seemed completely normal to everybody else and managed to hide it from the world. He had a girlfriend and a child, and they never had a clue. Yeah, but that's one thing that the Army is pretty good at is their psychological evaluation. You would think so, but boy, did he not seem to be on that level. I see, and I don't know. It's, it just doesn't sit with me. I think, and this is obviously 100% not saying I'm right because I don't know. But my gut says that there's an, there's an actual serial killer still out there, and he just took the fall for him. They were partners or subdom type thing. It's a possibility, but I think that I'm right. I think that he's the one who did it. I never know. That's just, that's what I think. And I think he is the most absolutely crazy, prolific serial killer that a lot of people have never heard of, which is one of the reasons I chose to cover him today, aside from the fact that my good friend Jesse wanted to hear from somebody from Alaska today, and ta-da, I got you, boo. But regardless, he is somebody I've wanted to cover for a hot minute, and I know a lot of people wanted a serial killer story. Ta-da, here, I have you. Serial killer, one that you might not have heard of. The interesting part is you totally failed the test to go ghost hunting on a Zodiac killer question. I need you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, by the way, that's one thing I'm going to eventually do is just a full Zodiac episode. I think he's the most fascinating killer. Or the... Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper is absolutely fascinating. Oh. I, lo- I like serial killers. And that's one thing. That, that's why this guy doesn't fit into the serial killer category for me. And I can't really place my finger on it, except for the reasons I've stated already, but it just doesn't seem, something seems off. That's exactly one of the reasons I covered him today, because he doesn't fit the normal bill. He doesn't. And that's why it's crazy to me, because all things mysterious. It's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery I'm going to solve. Do it. I am, because I... I've got him thinking. I can see the gears turning in his head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It just, it doesn't sit with me. 
He's going to go home and he's just going to go on YouTube and be like, I'm going down a rabbit hole. It's real keys interviews. Because, like I said, that's just. By the way, keys is spelled K E Y E S. You'll see it when you type up the episode, but for okay. just later tonight before you get there, you're welcome. Yeah, we're going to. We're going to go down a rabbit hole after this. we get that recording because I'm going to, next week I'm going to bring evidence forward about how he's not the killer. All right. Stay tuned for next week's episode when Matt decides to prove me right. <laughs> prove you wrong. We'll have a follow-up episode next week. Or I'm just going to spend the next five hours and not learn anything or... Five hours, 50 hours, I don't know. Whichever. I get obsessive about this stuff, so we'll see. We will. I may forget to go into work Monday. I don't know. If I'm not there Monday, that's why. Matt's gone down a rabbit hole. He's so deep. <laughs> we can't find him. Matthew, come back. Only when I prove that he's not the killer. Come back to work. I... Are, are you okay? Are you all right? No. I proved it. He's not the killer. Do you want to let the FBI know, buddy? That'd actually suck because I don't have a serial killer right to me. Yeah, it would not be a good time. I'd much rather have the FBI angry at us than a serial killer. I don't know. Let's see. Jesus, <laughs> not a good time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, stay tuned. I guess you will have to join us for the next episode. If we're back next week, we'll see. Thank you for joining us on this journey through all things mysterious. Your engagement is what makes this so rewarding. If you've enjoyed uncovering these mysteries with us, please show your support by liking, subscribing, and following us on your favorite listening platform. For more intriguing content and ways to stay connected, don't forget to check us out on our links in the description below. Your involvement is the key to unlocking more thrilling mysteries. As always, we keep you guessing.